Let us pray. And laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. Acts 5.18 Holy Spirit, strengthen me as I stand in the face of persecution and ridicule when I decide to reach out and offer a hand to those in need. When I feel arrested and imprisoned by the isolation of others, I will remember your sweet spirit, and I will remember the life of Jesus. Like his disciples, he endured because the sacrifice was worth the scars. The souls were worth the scrapes, and their freedom was worth the fight. I will not give up until your mission is fulfilled in my life, Lord. I will remain relentless in my pursuit of your divine presence. Therefore, with every fiber in my being, I say bring it on, because I am a water-walking, giant-slaying, lion-killing, serpent-crushing, Jericho-crumbling, wall-building, presence-filled, anointed child of God. And I won't be stopped. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for making prayer a priority in your day. To learn more about the Bible, stay tuned for today's story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com Arrested and Beaten In our last story, Ananias and Sapphira were struck down for their false sense of holiness and charity. They feigned generosity to look holy and paid dearly for their deception. Now we see the disciples following in the suffering of Jesus. Imprisoned and beaten, they maintain a hopeful joy that goes beyond comprehension. Inspired by the book of Acts. Hello, I'm Pastor Jack Graham with today's episode of The Bible in a Year. In our last episode, we heard how God dealt severely with Ananias and Sapphira for their greed and deception. He was showing the early church and us that sin is a serious subject, and it is costly when God's children sin. Today, we'll hear how the disciples continue to preach the risen Christ and the suffering that begins as a result of proclaiming the gospel. Despite the opposition and even imprisonment, these faithful servants remain joyful in their suffering as they hope and trust in the Lord. And we'll hear how God uses their circumstances to bring the message of salvation to more and more people. Listen to the Word of God now. It was as cold as it was dark where the disciples lay. The wet stone floors sucked the heat right out of their bodies as they shivered in their prison cells. The moonlight was barely peering out of cracks in the cobbled walls. The high priest had arrested Peter and the others and thrown them into prison out of fear. Their movement was increasing at an unmanageable rate, and they felt their power slipping through their fingers. John rested his head against the stone wall and prayed with his brothers. Echoes of their songs to God filled the depressing hallways. Their prayers and songs were interrupted by the creaking sound of the metal doors opening. Peter looked and saw that the prison doors had been opened. Peter looked to his left and to his right and saw a figure standing in the shadows. 
he emerged from the darkness and was revealed to be an angel of the Lord. Leave this place, but do not run away, he said. The angel's voice was deep and commanding. Go out and stand boldly in the temple. Speak to people all the words of life. So the disciples escaped the prison just as the sun was rising. They stood up in the temple courtyards and continued to preach the message of Jesus. The high priest emerged from his quarters to see Peter in the middle of the yard. Seize them, he yelled, and the temple guards tackled the apostles to the ground. James and John had their faces shoved into the dirt. This was not what they had in mind when they thought about following Jesus, but it was better, filled with more excitement and purpose. We warned you not to teach his name, Caiaphas spat. Peter thought about fighting, but then remembered the words of Jesus. Those who live by the sword will die by the sword. Peter drew a deep breath and calmly replied, We obey God before men, priest. Caiaphas bubbled over in rage and had the guards strike Peter in the jaw. Andrew jolted forward but was met with a quick kick to the stomach. Caiaphas leaned over to Andrew and said, I should kill you. I should kill you all. Right before he was about to give the word, a Pharisee by the name of Gamaliel rose up. Stop! he shouted. We have had false prophets rise up before these men, have we not? God has a way of pruning those who do not speak the truth. If these men are fools, then we should stay away from them. They will die eventually and their movement will fade. But if these men speak the truth then it is us who are in danger if we strike them down. Gamaliel was a voice of reason for the Pharisees and was able to keep them from killing Peter and the others, but not without a swift beating. All the disciples were taken into the courtyard and beat with clubs and whips. Then they were tossed by the roadside to hobble home. The men lay on the ground, sore and bleeding, but on each of their faces was a smile. They were glad to suffer for the name of Jesus. They were glad to suffer so that others might thrive. It was their honor. So each day they rose up again to go preach. And each day they were either thrown in prison or beaten. This became the rhythm of their life. No one had killed Christians at this point until a man named Saul came. Today's Bible passage begins inside a prison cell. Peter John and the other apostles had not listened to the warnings of the religious leaders, and they continued to preach Christ and the gospel all over Jerusalem. The high priest and the Sadducees were jealous of the influence these men were having on all the people, so they had them arrested and thrown into prison again. But God sent an angel in the night to open the gates of their cell. The angel told them to leave and go teach in the temple court so that people might hear all the words of life. This was the driving force, the passion of these men now, to tell all who would hear that Jesus is Lord and that he would make a way to free everyone who trusted in him from their sins and to save them forever. This was the mission of Jesus, the mission that he had given them, and now the disciples were carrying out this work and witness of the gospel. The next morning, when the guard went to get the men out of prison to bring them before the council of the people of Israel, they found only an empty cell. And when they heard the report that the men were missing, everyone was perplexed. How could they have escaped? Soon their questions were answered. Because the apostles had not run away, 
They were right in the temple, courageously continuing to tell people about Jesus. So, they were taken from there to the high priest and the council of religious leaders and questioned, interrogated. These religious leaders reminded the apostles that they had been strictly warned and told to stop talking about Jesus and proclaiming this message. But Peter reminded them once again that they were to obey God and not men. So, they laid out the gospel, how Jesus had come from God and these very men had crucified him, but he arose, conquering death to bring grace and forgiveness to all who would believe in him. What a change has taken place in these men's lives. These men who had fled in fear when Jesus was taken to the cross and hid in terror after his death and burial are now standing without fear before the same men who had sent Christ to his death. What was the difference? The presence of Christ, the Holy Spirit, the promised helper that Jesus had sent filled them with the very power of God so that nothing any human ruler could do to them would stop them from preaching the good news. It is that same spirit to which we now have available to us today in Christ. We can be filled with the boldness and confidence to share our faith in Christ with anyone and everyone and fulfill the mission and commission of Jesus. Isn't that amazing? God will use us to preach the gospel. The apostles' words stirred up deep anger, even hatred among the council. They wanted these men dead, but a lone voice of reason stood up to speak. A man named Gamaliel reminded the council of others who had come before and led movements, and eventually these movements went away. But then Gamaliel spoke these words in Acts 5, 38-39. So in the present case, I can tell you, keep away from these men and let them alone. For if this plan or this undertaking is of man, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them. You might even find yourself opposing God. Well, his words were convincing, and the council took his advice. They had no reason to hold or imprison these men, so they released them. But first they beat them and threatened them and warned them never to speak in the name of Jesus again. Well, did this stop Peter and John and the rest of the apostles and the work of the church? Not at all. And rather than leave that place licking their wounds and lamenting their persecution, they rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer in the name of the Lord Jesus. What the council meant for intimidation was actually fuel for their fire. They went out every day teaching in the name of Jesus, preaching and telling more and more people what Christ could do for them if they would put their faith in him. Soon, however, the patience of the council would run out and a new enemy of the gospel would emerge, a zealous young rabbi by the name of Saul. We'll hear about him the next time. Dear God, we thank you for today's reading, which reminds us that you can do great things through us when we are yielded and surrendered to you, when we tell people about Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. We remember that witnessing is sharing Jesus in the power of the Holy Spirit and leaving the results to God. So may we boldly witness and tell our family and friends and people that we meet of the love and the grace of our Lord Jesus. No matter what kind of opposition or resistance we face, may we be courageous in sharing Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. 
I'm Jack Graham of Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make prayer and Bible study the priority of your life. And if you enjoyed this podcast, tell someone about it. Pass it on. Let others know because it is our desire to get God's Word to as many people as possible as fast as possible. And if you want to know more about what it means to be a Christ follower, what it means to be a disciple of Jesus, then go to jackgraham.org, jackgraham.org. And we have many resources that are available for you there. I also want to invite you to something very special, to join me and my wife, Deb, on a trip to Israel in 2024. We leave on April the 1st for a 10-day journey, a trip that you will never forget, the trip of a lifetime. We also have a trip to Alaska, a Bible study cruise to Alaska that goes in July. We would love to have you for one of those or both. Go to jackgram.org or prestonwood.org for information. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.